The history of the city of York is long and varied, spanning from its Roman origins to its present-day status as a vibrant city with a long heritage. Originally known as Eberaca, York was founded by the Romans in 71 AD. It quickly became an important military and administrative centre, serving as the northern capital of the Roman province of Britannia. Eberaca was visited by several Roman emperors, including Constantine the Great, who was proclaimed emperor there in 306 AD. Following the decline of Roman rule, York continued to be a significant settlement during the Anglo-Saxon period. It became the capital of the Kingdom of Northumbria. In the 9th and 10th centuries, York faced Viking invasions, and it was under Viking rule for a time. William the Conqueror captured York in 1068. The construction of York Castle began, and the city became an important centre for Norman rule. The city thrived as a medieval trading and religious centre. The iconic York Minster, one of the largest Gothic cathedrals in Europe, was built during this period. The city walls were expanded and York became a hub for trade and craftsmanship. It also played a role in the Wars of the Roses during the 15th century. In the 16th century, the city faced economic challenges but later experienced a resurgence in trade. During the English Civil War in the 17th century, York saw conflict and siege. During the Georgian and Victorian periods, York continued to evolve. The railway arrived in the 19th century, bringing further economic development. The preservation movement gained momentum, leading to the conservation of historic buildings. Today, it is a thriving city with a mix of medieval, Georgian and Victorian architecture. Tourism is a significant industry, drawing visitors to landmarks like York Minster, the city walls and the National Railway Museum. The city has also earned a reputation as a haunted location. The ancient streets, medieval structures contribute to a collection of ghostly tales. Among the haunted spots, is a location called the Shambles. It is one of York's most famous landmarks and one of the best preserved medieval shopping streets in Europe. With its cobbled streets and overhanging buildings, it is believed to have been the inspiration behind Diagon Alley from the movie adaptation of the Harry Potter series. Although none of the original shop fronts have survived from medieval times, some properties still have exterior wooden shelves, reminders of when cuts of meat were served from the open windows. The street was made narrow by design to keep the meat out of direct sunlight. It is said a spectral figure apparently wanders the shambles to this day. The history of York Minster dates back to the early 7th century when a wooden church dedicated to St. Peter, stood on the site. The current structure, however, was initiated in 1080. The Gothic transformation of York Minster began in 1220. The construction focused on the eastern end of the cathedral. The nave was completed in the late 14th century, making York Minster one of the largest Gothic cathedrals in Northern Europe. During the Wars of the Roses in the 15th century, York Minster suffered damage, particularly to its stained glass windows, 
Repairs and renovations took place in the following centuries with the addition of perpendicular Gothic elements. Yorkminster continues to be a significant religious landmark. It attracts tourists, pilgrims and worshippers from around the world. The ongoing preservation efforts ensure the cathedral's historical and architectural significance. One of its many Yorkminster ghost tales involves a figure known as the Heartbeat Ghost. Legend has it that a Roman soldier buried beneath the cathedral's foundations continues to patrol, with his footsteps echoing like a distant heartbeat. Additionally, it is said that a young boy tragically murdered in the cathedral continues to sing in the shadows, his ethereal voice haunting those who encounter it. Standing now where once stood a Roman fort, the treasurer's house in York is a historic mansion. Built in the late 17th century, it served as the official residence for treasurers of the nearby York Minster. Several ghosts reportedly haunt the house, including that of the owner of the property in the 17th century. However, the most notable haunting is of Roman soldiers who have been witnessed in the cellar, firstly by a party guest, Frank Green. On a cold and early February morning in 1953, apprentice plumber Harry Martindale, then 18 years of age, was instructed to venture down into the maze of tunnels that give access to the cellar of the treasurer's house. These cellars are located in the centre of what used to be the location of a Roman fort 2,000 years ago. Harry had been instructed that once in the cellar, he was to install a new set of water pipes. He first had to knock a hole through the cellar wall. This took Harry all day as the wall was several feet thick. It was on the second day when Harry returned to the cellar to complete his installation that something very strange happened. Harry had placed a ladder where the remains of the old Roman road had been excavated in the middle of the cellar. He then climbed the ladder so he could continue with the work he had been asked to complete. It was around noon when Harry became aware of what sounded like a trumpet playing a single note. At first he thought it must be someone with a radio, but then Harry realised to his amazement that the sound was actually coming from the wall he was working on. The sound started getting louder and louder. Harry glanced down and saw what he could only describe as the plume of a helmet. To his amazement, a figure of a Roman soldier had seemed to appear from nowhere. Shocked, Harry took a step back, forgetting he was standing on a ladder and fell backward onto the old Roman road. He scrambled into the corner of the cellar, transfixed by fear and amazement by what he was witnessing. A horse and rider then appeared from the wall and this was followed by a column of Roman soldiers marching in pairs. They walked from the wall from where they appeared from and across the cellar and into the wall at the other side of the cellar where Harry was. Harry noticed that he was only able to see them from the knees down only when they were seen to be walking on the old floor which would have been the original Roman roadway. When the last of the soldiers had disappeared, Harry then made his escape. He spoke to the curator of the museum it appears that Harry wasn't the only person to have had an experience in the cellar. Harry describes how these apparitions looked as solid as you or I. He also notes that they were quite short and somewhat weathered. 
The boundary between the living and the spectral is tenuous, and the veil that separates the material world from the ethereal is worn thin. The past converges with the present, where memories of long-gone souls etch themselves into the very fabric of the landscape. Mm -hmm.